The Richard Osman Fan Club. Written and produced by Wendy Lapp. Hello, welcome to Holly's Podtails, episode 64. You're probably listening right now because you like to hear an amusing short story. I hope that's true because I've got a cork for you today. This one's a bit different as it's not fiction. This actually happened to me last month when I found myself in an unfamiliar but not unpleasant park. I've racked my brain since to figure out why I ventured a little further than usual during my morning stroll that day. It was like some invisible force pulled me there. After walking quite a distance, I needed a little rest. Looking around, it struck me as odd that in a relatively empty park, almost every bench was fully occupied. Fortunately, I quite enjoy a bit of company, so I forced a space next to two rather frail but friendly looking chaps. Hello gents, uh, do you mind if I squeeze in? <laughs> Thanks. Oh, um, I think I might be sitting on your jacket. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, sir. It was then, just after I'd settled, that I spotted a rather eccentric-looking elderly lady opposite, who had unfortunately seated herself on a bench displaying a wet paint sign. I hadn't the heart to tell her. It was too late now anyway, I suppose. When she'd caught my eye, I couldn't help myself from studying her. She was fascinating. Her ACDC t-shirt and acid green trousers clashed with the more age-appropriate coiffured white hair, but somehow it worked. I was trying to figure out what she was carrying in her massive pink handbag when I noticed her doggedly scanning the park as if looking for someone. Then, rather unexpectedly and swiftly, she removed the wet paint sign, placing it in her large handbag, just as a young man on a bicycle about my age approached. Do you uh, mind if I sit here? Of course not, dear. He spent a bit of time padlocking his bike to the railing behind and then sat down, glugging from his water bottle. The lady was furiously writing in a notebook and clearly wanted the young man to comment. Writing anything interesting? Uh, Actually, yes. Thank you for asking. It's going to be a murder mystery book. I'm very excited about it. Oh, okay. Have you read any of the Thursday Murder Club books yet? Sorry, the what? The Thursday Murder Club. I can't say I've heard of them. Richard Osman's books. Richard who? Richard Osman? Nope. Sorry, none the wiser. As in Richard Osman's House of Games? Oh, yeah, the geeky... (coughs) Uh, I mean, the um, tall guy. Yes, he's six foot seven, you know. Right. He's not just a TV presenter. He's a brilliant producer and now a best-selling author. Surely you've heard of his writing... Now you mention it, it does ring a bell. I think I read a review. Isn't he just marvellous? Not really my cup of tea, I'm afraid. Oh, 
Oh, that's a shame. This is going to be my first book, you see. Right. <clears throat> so, was that your inspiration? Was what, dear? The Thursday Club. The Thursday Murder Club, yes, they're all such a good read. You really should give them a chance. Richard Osman is so talented and funny. <laughs> the first one is actually called The Thursday Murder Club. I mean, even the title draws you in, don't you think? Indeed. So, uh, what are you planning on calling yours, then? Calling my what, dear? Your book. Ah, yes, of course. The Sunday Serial Killer Society. Oh. <laughs> oh, don't you like it? Uh, yes, it's great. It's just, uh... Just what? Is it too long? I thought it might be too long. There's only one extra word in there, but it ruins the rhythm of it, doesn't it? The Thursday Murder Club. The Sunday Serial Killer Society. No. No, not too long. It's just... Well, it's a bit too similar. Similar to what, dear? To Richard... What's-his-name's book title? Richard Osman? Yes, him. Yes, that's the whole point. His book was my inspiration, didn't I say? Yes, I get it. It's just... Never mind. It's a great title. Thank you. I've been inspired by everything in the book, but I think I'll have to use different characters. I can't use exactly the same people. That wouldn't be right at all. Oh, no, that would be too much. So that's what I'm here trying to find. Ideas for characters. I thought perhaps I might find some interesting people here. I see. Any joy? Not so far. Well, good luck with that. I've sat on my arse for far too long now. Really need to get going. It was nice meeting you. I could see a panicked look in the eccentric lady's face. She clearly didn't want the young man to leave. She mumbled to herself, got to her feet and, well, threw herself on the ground. <laughs> Help! Help! Are you okay? Y yes, I, I think so. What happened? I tried to stand up. It's my arthritis. Sometimes my old legs just give way. And you needed to get up just as I left? Yes. Uh, I got uh, lonely. Oh, lonely, eh? That was quick. You seemed to be fine before I got here. Yes, well, you were excellent company. I was? Hmm. Oh, yes. I've never had such a good, uh, short conversation. You're just the tonic. That was all just a ruse to get me to come back, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Do you even have arthritis? No. Why? I knew you were going to leave, and I wanted to learn more about you. More about me? Uh-huh. What for? Well, uh... For the book. Uh-huh. 
Well, you could have just asked. Oh, would you have stayed? Well, we'll never know now, will we? I suppose not. I'm sorry. Oh, my God, you're annoying. Beg pardon? <clears throat> oh, nothing, just a <clears throat> touch of hay fever. Oh, dear, that must be awful. My neighbour Maud gets it bad, and my late brother-in-law Malcolm didn't stop sneezing for the entire summer period of his whole life. I don't suffer from it, though. Lucky you. Something I have in common with Mr. Osman. That you don't suffer from hay fever? Yes. You'd be surprised at the number of similarities there are between us. Oh, I'm sure. I have a note of them all here. One. When asked how did he take his coffee, he said, White, no sugar, I'm a tea person. Me too. Two. His favourite tipple, gin and tonic. Mine as well. Three. He loves cats and dogs equally. And me. Four. He's an eternal optimist. Yes, me too. Five. Frequently, he finds himself watching Holmes under the hammer. I do too. <coughs> Six. Unpointless. He always said his laptop wasn't real. I think he's a secret technophobe. Me as well. Although that's not so much of a Didn't secret. Didn't you say you wanted to know more about me? Oh, yes. Sorry. I get so easily distracted these days. You don't say. <laughs> Go on, then. Ask away. Really? Are you sure? Why not? Okay, then. Uh, do you have grandparents? Sorry? Grandmother, grandfather, do you have any? Uh, yes. They don't happen to live in a retirement village, do they? Isn't that the setting of the murder club? The Thursday murder club, yes. Oh, so you have read it? No, still haven't read it. But you know about the retirement village. The review mentioned it. Oh, yes, the review. <laughs> so... You're going to use the same setting? Oh, oh, yes, of course I am. Where else would I set it? I need a character who fits, though. Not easy to find. Right. Do you mind if I ask your name? Of course not, dear. I'm Greta. My name's Adam. Greta, I was just thinking, do you think you should maybe consider making your book a little more Greta and a little less... Richard Osmond. It's Osmond. What? Osmond, not Osmond. Oh, don't worry, though. Lots of people make that mistake. I don't think he minds. He's a lovely man. Ah, OK. Sorry. What were you saying just then? I, I got a little distracted again, didn't I? Yes, you did. <sighs> I just thought you might want to take more inspiration from your own ideas. Oh, goodness gracious, no. Why would I do that? His ideas are, oh, they're so much better than mine. It's a bestseller, you know. I couldn't compete with that. <laughs> well, if it helps, my grandma did live in a retirement village. Really? Yes, her name was Linda. Was? Did you lose her recently? Yes, just a few months ago, on her 82nd birthday. Oh, I am very sorry, Adam. Hmm. 
That is interesting, though. Well, close. Is that important? Yeah. Yes, very. I mean, it would be useful to know. Okay. I thought she was pretty damned annoying, if I'm honest. Oh, I see. Oh, well, in some ways, that can make it more difficult for you. It's been tough, yeah. Oh, poor you. Anything else I can help you with, Greta? Well, if it's not too painful, can you tell me what it was about her that you found annoying? <laughs> not a bit. Oh, bless you. <clears throat> Thank you. Hmm. What was annoying about Grandma? Where do I start? She was extremely nosy, talked far too much, and was a little, well, manipulative. Oh, well, that does sound annoying. Uh-huh. Drove me mad. Hmm. Now tell me, Adam, was Linda a wealthy woman? Very. Grandpa was quite a big shot in the property world. He left every last penny to her. Not that she deserved it. Oh, and why didn't she deserve it? Well, she didn't earn it, did she? And I think I already mentioned how annoying she was. Right, I see. I'm uh, going to head over to the food hut for a bottle of water. Can I get you anything? Well, as you're offering, I'd love a cup of tea. How do you take it? White, no sugar. Didn't get on with his grandmother. Thought she was nosy and manipulative. Didn't think she deserved her fortune. So much more to learn. At this point, I must admit, I was tempted to ask Greta if she was okay. However, before I had the chance to react, she got up and walked over towards where Adam's bicycle was chained to the railing. She went to grab his backpack, but it seemed it too had been padlocked. Without hesitating, she pulled a pin from her hair and had picked the lock before I even registered what she was doing. She then pulled his bag onto the bench and had a good old rifle through his belongings. After a lengthy route around, I saw her tentatively remove something. She replaced the backpack and padlock and, sliding back to a spot, she sported a smug little grin as she casually placed whatever she had taken into her own bag. Adam soon returned, none the wiser. He sat down and placed Greta's tea between them on the bench. There you go. Thank you. How much for the tea? That's fine. My treat. Well, thank you, Adam. You're welcome, Greta. Shall we continue? I don't believe it. I think I see Richard Osmond. Sorry, Osmond. Oh, my goodness. Where? You might need to stand up. Oh, okay. Um, take a few steps forward. A bit further, maybe. I couldn't quite believe what I was seeing. Adam reached into his pocket for a small bottle and was now blatantly pouring liquid into Greta's tea. Right up the back, near the food hut. I can't see him. No, I'm pretty sure it's him. Oh dear, that's him leaving now. No. Oh no. I would so like to have seen him, or, oh my goodness, even met him. Oh, oh. do you think he might come back? I think he might live nearby, you know. 
I really am rather a big fan. He's so clever and handsome. Did he look handsome to you? I mean, was it definitely him? Oh, my goodness, I'm all a fluster. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was definitely him. Sounds like there's a good chance he will be back at some point, though, if he lives locally. Oh, well. Aren't you going to drink your tea? This time I was determined to intervene, but here's where he gets really strange. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just as I got up, Greta, looking like a different person entirely, pointedly and without Adam noticing, made eye contact with me, winked and placed her finger to her mouth to shush me. I immediately sat back down, now even more intrigued. What exactly was going on here? Oh, it'll be a little too hot at the moment, Adam. Then she winked at me a second time. Too hot, right. So why don't you tell me a little about yourself? OK. What would you like to know? Anything in particular? Oh, anything and everything. I might not use it all in the book, but forearms and forewarned, as they say. Forearmed? You are? I am what? Forearmed. You just said. No, no, the saying is... <sighs> Never mind. My name is Adam, I'm 27, and I live in Birchley Street, just a few blocks away. Oh, what a lovely part of town. Thank you. I only just moved there. Came into some money. I see. Oh, dearie me, I, I seem to have gotten to the end of my notebook. I have another one here somewhere. While Greta bent over to search for a notebook, Adam discreetly walked over to the railing and pulled a gun from his rucksack. My instinct was to call for help, but the nod and the winks from earlier seemed to have rendered me silent. Adam was now standing behind Greta, and I could only just see him surreptitiously pointing the gun at her back. The whole situation felt so surreal. My heart was in my stomach as he pulled the trigger. Nothing happened. He tried again. Nothing. As Adam attempted and failed to fire the gun a third time, I noticed that sly little grin reappear on Greta's face as she continued to search for her notebook. Of course, she had removed the bullets from his gun while he was getting her tea. <laughs> what a lady. As she sat up, Adam desperately tried to find a place to hide the gun and had no option but to place it down the front of his shorts. Greta turned to face him and couldn't take her eyes off his crotch. <coughs> did, 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 did you see someone you know? A, a, a lady friend, perhaps? I only have eyes for you, Greta. Really? Well, that's... Uh... Flattering? At this point, Adam followed Greta's stare and looked horrified. Uh, 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 um, well, yes, you are a very sexy lady, Greta. I am? Goodness me! Well, I must say, 
this conversation has taken a very unexpected turn. I don't mean to make you uncomfortable, Greta, but I've always found the more mature woman very appealing. You have? Uh-huh. So much experience and knowledge. I think I'm beginning to get the picture, yes. It all started with Helen Mirren, and it's grown into a little bit of an obsession with all the older ladies. My, I uh, really wasn't expecting that. My latest crush is Miriam Margulies. The way she holds herself is just delicious. Miriam Margulies? Delicious? <clears throat> yes, the same way I feel right now. Hungry. Oh, okay. I think I might have a sandwich in my bag somewhere. <laughs> oh, honestly, it was hilarious. Adam looked like he was going to be physically sick. He managed to sneak the gun back into his bag while Greta looked for her sandwich. Now, I don't seem to have brought a sandwich today. Sorry, Adam. Perhaps we can go back to talking about your late grandmother? Good idea. What else do you want to know? Well, did she have any hobbies? Um, not really. She was very dull. Oh, there must have been something. You said she talked a lot. What did she talk about? Mainly gossip about other people's business and disapproving of everything I did. Oh, and her stupid trips. Trips? Did she travel anywhere interesting? Interesting? <laughs> no, no. She never did anything interesting. She did visit some really odd places, though. Such as? Well, she made several journeys to the Central African Republic and... No! Are you pulling my leg? Um... No. Why would you think that? Well, the irony. <laughs> irony? Pointless. But it can't be both ironic and pointless. No, no, pointless. The TV show. On Pointless, the Central African Republic used to be a recurring pointless answer. Used to be? Yes. It isn't anymore because, well, everyone watches the show, but don't you see? I'm afraid I don't. Well, Richard Osman used to present Pointless. He's given it up now, sadly. But you know what I mean. If your late grandmother is a character in the book inspired by him... Right. Okay. I see what you mean. Very ironic. Oh, this book is shaping up very nicely now. Don't forget about your tea. Oh, yes. Greta picked up her tea. I thought she might have forgotten and drink it this time, so I drew attention to myself again. <clears throat> this prompted a third wink from Greta in my direction. Everything okay? Yes, it's just... Well, uh, this tea has milk in it. Yes, it does. You asked for white tea with no sugar. That's right. But you got me white tea with milk. White tea is tea with milk. Is it? Oh dear. Well, that's a shame. I'm sure you'll enjoy it anyway. 
I'm afraid I won't, dear. I'm lactose intolerant. Of course you are. Beg pardon? I said that's a shame. So tell me, Adam, how did your grandmother die? Sorry? What? Linda, your grandmother. What killed her? Well, she was playing chess. Oh, quite an unusual way to die. I hadn't finished. Oh, sorry. So it wasn't the chess that killed her then? Not the most dangerous of games, is it? Can't say I've ever played, though. Do you play? Is it a difficult game? Yes, I play. And no, it wasn't the chess that killed her. Uh-huh. So, had she been ill for a while? No. She was very healthy for her age. I see. So, what was the cause of her death, then? Well, as I was saying, she was playing chess... And she was cheating. <laughs> she sounds like my kind of lady. Do you think we would have gotten along? It's not funny. Oh. Chess is a serious game. And yes, you would have been besties, I've no doubt. How wonderful. I'm sorry. Do carry on. She was cheating, and her opponent just snapped. Snapped? Yes. He'd had enough of her nonsense, as well as cheating at chess. She was constantly interrupting and yap, yap, yapping, and asked far too many damned questions. It's making me angry now just thinking about it. It sounds like you're rather emotional, Adam. And her opponent wanted to show her how bloody pissed off he was. All oh, those questions. Have you got a girlfriend yet? Do you think I'll ever get married and have kids? Oh, why don't you come and see me more often? I just had enough. You had enough. That's right. I had enough. I couldn't take it anymore, so I strangled her. Just like I'm about to strangle you. What's going on? I'm wired for sound. The police have been listening in the entire time. You... you knew? We suspected. We? Wait. How did you know I'd sit next to you? Easy. <laughs> the rest of the society have filled up the other benches nearby. We know you always have a rest in this part of the park. The society? The Sunday Serial Killer Society. I thought that was your book title. Oh, no, dear. <laughs> I'm not writing a book. But the society is real. Very real indeed. The police swarmed in and took Adam away, much to the delight of everyone else in the park, who spontaneously applauded. I, of course, joined them. What an awesome performance. Greta grinned, nodded her thanks and walked towards me. Thank you, Holly. I knew you'd play along. You will write one of your little podcasts about this now, won't you, dear? To this day, I still have no idea how she knew me. And I've never been able to find any trace of her since. But I couldn't let her down. So, Greta, or whatever your real name is, this is for you. I hope you're listening. The Richard Osmond Fan Club was written and produced by Wendy Lapp. It featured... Kirsty Wolven as Holly, James O'Neill as Adam, and Floyd Kennedy as Greta.